Hello and welcome to the Ear Drunk Podcast. My name is Zach Webb and with me as always is Marshall Brook. Greeting. Hello, my dude, my bro. How are you feeling tonight? Are you ready to rock? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm always ready to rock. Hell yeah. Oh shit, always? No, I'm always I'm always ready to rock cuz the thing is, as long as you've got your crack rock, You've always got the capacity for it. Sure. You know what I mean? You always, That's like the, the OG five-hour energy. Yeah, well, and that's why I always keep a pocket full of crack. Yeah. Is that what that song, Pocket Full of Sunshine's about? Based on other songs of that era, it might be about meth. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Man, do you think, like, meth kind of stole crack's thunder? Oh, absolutely. Meth yeah. is way bigger than crack now. Yeah. Meth is, like, way bigger than crack. Man. Yeah. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, they got some shows about crack, but, like, nothing had the blow up like Breaking Bad did with meth, you know? Well, I mean, all of the 1980s. Yeah. <laughs> all of the 1980s yeah. was the blow up of crack. Yeah, but uh, that the thing was, was, we grew out of it. Yeah, but that was, like, D.A.R.E. program and, and you know, like, well, it, was sorry, also, it wasn't, it like... It was, like, the CIA also literally selling crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very well documented. But, like, you know, like, what I'm saying is, like, Breaking Bad was the Star Wars of meth. You oh, know? right, right, right. Where it's like sci-fi was around during, you know, like before Star Wars, but then Star Wars broke it out into the mainstream. So I think, I think like, uh, uh, uh. We need uh, to bring crack back. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, I, I, I. Crack I'm 2.0. I'm really interested in slow-mo, though, because Judge Dredd was like the Breaking Bad of slow-mo. <laughs> <laughs> you know that fake drug from that movie? <laughs> Yeah, everything. I mean, it's like clock stoppers, but everything looks shiny. Yeah, <laughs> and sparkly. <laughs> you know what I thought about clock stoppers is they needed more drugs in that movie. Way more drugs. Yeah, you're telling me you have a fucking wristwatch that stops time, and you don't just like try a bunch of drugs. <laughs> I've got all the time ever to yeah. figure out what to do after I have the drugs, am on the drugs, and I'm addicted to the drugs. Yeah. So, like, it's a non-issue. It's a non-issue. God, what happens if you OD when time stopped? <laughs> I think you just die, right? Yeah. Does time stay stopped forever? Yeah, I... No. Hey, if you um are doing dangerous drugs and you have the ability to stop time, don't do them with time stopped. <laughs> Yeah. Because the rest of us might just never unfreeze. Well, if you do drugs when time is stopped, do they ever, like, not be, like, the drug? You know what I'm saying? Because it's oh, like, like, time is what makes you, like, like I mean, I mean, your body, sober like, proce- up. Uh, yeah, yeah, your body, like, processing it over time. So, like, uh, uh, if time is... But, I mean, I, I, I've always assumed when someone stops time... Right. Um, ...with a superpower uh-huh. or, or, or a device or something, mm-hmm. that individual is not like also frozen so i would assume that their bodily functions are also not frozen because like otherwise they couldn't walk and breathe and shit right yeah but i guess also like how do you poop uh i I think just on the floor (laughs) wow (laughs) because i guess the toilet won't work right yeah (laughs) guys this is the ear drunk podcast a uh comedy and music discovery podcast uh, also i guess like a scientific and philosophical uh, uh <laughs> podcast well, what y'all just heard was real science folks. yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
But each week, Marshall and I, we take a select theme and we cater a playlist of music based around that theme. This week's theme is Living Under a Rock. And uh, Marshall, I got a question for you. Uh-huh. Uh, how, ca- how much can you lift? In Pathfinder, the variant of Dungeons and Dragons that I play, <laughs> um, your carrying capacity is limited by what you're trying to do with the weight. So you yeah. have a higher push and pull weight. Uh, than like your lift weight, and you have a higher lift weight than like what you can lift over your head. You know sure, what I mean? Yeah, gotcha. Um, um, I would say I probably have a strength score of like a a, a twelve or a fourteen. I've got either a, a a plus plus one or plus two on that roll. Sure. Okay. Um, I mean, I mean, <sighs> check God. that shit out, bro. God, do you have a do you have a license for that? Check. Oh, other arm. Jesus Christ, you got two arms. Tricep. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I think uh, six, seven hundred pounds. <laughs> six or seven hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, me, me flexing uh, for you to see and no one else to see gave me a lot of confidence. You well, know? they can hear it. I d- <laughs> they can hear all those blood vessels and all those those muscles popping. <laughs> now, I honestly, re- realistically, truly, I have no idea because um, we work in a warehouse, so like I definitely like exercise just at my job. You know yeah. what I mean? But I don't like go to the gym and like lift weights. Yeah. So I don't even have like a bearing <laughs> yeah. on, on on what a lot of weight or a small amount of weight is. You yeah. know what I mean? Because we'll move something, but we don't know how much it actually is. Is, unless and, we're actually weighing it, but sometimes yeah. we don't. Yeah, when when we are weighing it, it tends to be a lot of like medium weight things. Like, yeah. like we'll weigh like 60, 25, 30 pound boxes, but like yeah. I know I can lift more than that, right? Like yeah. you'd hope. I, I, man, if I capped out all of a sudden, like there was one box that was like a pound and a half heavy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How much? How much can you lift, Zach? Do you have numbers? Five. Ah. Five, 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 five. Yeah, I can't do six. No, no, you're this many. Yeah, one hand. <laughs> one hand. I can lift one hand. Hmm. I can lift one hand up and down and up and down and uh, up and down for several minutes. Yeah, I don't know. And I then can I see, have to stop. I can see that you uh, uh, have done that both with your beer and your cock. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's you know, that's the thing. It's like I, I that's it's why one, I have two hands. It's one motion that does that has many uses. Yeah, <laughs> and they both go into my mouth. Anyways, uh, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> well, Marshall, I think we should start into our uh, our first segment. It's a segment that's a staple. It's a, the glue holding this show together, and that is uh, beer of the day. Uh, Marshall, so uh, uh, what are you drinking? What are you What are you sipping on over there, player? Oh, I've got, <laughs> I've got, I've got a, a beer that we've had on the show before. Yeah, uh, it's a tasty beer, one that we like a lot. It's called Heineken. No, it's not. Fuck that. Pabst Blue Ribbon, baby, God all day. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking love Pabst. You don't want me to write you a love letter, man. <laughs> Straight from my fucking heart. <laughs> Yeah, good old PBR. Yeah, PBR, baby. I'm uh, excited. I have, I've actually already drank a chunk of it because I like this beer. Yeah, I love PBR. I love going to bars, uh, and then I'm sometimes disappointed when I go, do you guys have PBR? And they go, nah, nah. And I was like, ah, okay. And it's we went a- to that goth club recently. Oh, yeah. And they didn't have PBR. And oh, I was like, I get it. I'll just take the, the, the tears of a thousand sorrows. <laughs> Did they have Lone Star? No, I didn't get beer there. I, I got mixed drinks. I got yeah. I got I got uh, gin. 
Yeah. Gin beverages. Yeah. I just um, got, um, I was just like, hey, can I get like a PBR or like, uh, you know, like a Lone Star? And they're like, we don't have that. And I was <laughs> like, okay, can I get the blood of a unicorn? <laughs> Goth Club's cool, bro. Let's yeah. go back. That was fun. Yeah, it was, it was really fun. Satan was there. Satan was there. Uh, yeah. Pig Gimp was there. Pig Gimp. Yeah. Uh, there were some cyber goths. That was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> we're over here like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> we're, it was, you were in a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it was a black Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> it was. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, the the cyber goths were cool because I, I remember one of them walked past us and they had the gas mask on that had a bunch of LED lights. Yeah, and it that one uh, I know the one you're talking about because it almost looked like one of the helmets from a uh, uh, what's that spooky space game, Dead Space. Uh, yeah, where yeah, there's yeah. like the single like eye in the middle of it. There's like a big glowing red circle in the front. Yeah, it looked dope. It looked really cool. But then uh, I was like, man, what if he's like? Because it looks like he like had headphones on with it. And then I turned to you. I was like, what if he's like listening to like Sarah McLaughlin <laughs> or like like Davy Jones? There was a guy who was dressed uh, uh, like in full priest regalia. I don't know if you saw him. I saw him on I the didn't, dance floor. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see him, uh, but honestly, wanted to cop that look. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've always wanted to just dress like a priest with like some sunglasses and a cigarette hanging out of my mouth the yeah, entire night. Goth clubs, the place to do it. So. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Confess all your sins. You're good. So, Zach, what beer are you drinking today? <laughs> uh, you know me, man. It's classic Miller time. Woo woo woo. I ran out of uh, the the. <laughs> The obsidian uh, 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 seltzer <laughs> that I bought at the goth club, and uh, now I'm just back on Miller time, baby. Yeah. No more just uh, 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 no more just vials full of like different colored slimes. Yeah, that they just you you just hope are alcohol. Well, they're about to hand it to you, and they go tilt your head back, and then they just put it in your eyeball. Yep. Yeah, yep. that was cool. Yeah, yeah. I liked the IV shots. <laughs> Yeah, I did lose my glasses that night, but oh, I found Oh, you did. <laughs> you lost them, and they were broken already, but they broke more, but they yeah. fit better now because they broke more? Was that yeah. the progression? Yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> it was weird, because it's like they're, they're like the, the back piece that's like close Over to your the ear. ear. Yeah. yeah, it like bent all the way in, and then I just kind of like unbent it a little bit. Now, yeah, it doesn't even fall off or anything. It's oh, perfect. Nice. Yes. Yeah, I was like really worried because I was like, fuck, how am I going to do this podcast without my glasses? <laughs> how can I see the microphone? It's hard. I mean, we're staring at it the whole time. I'll be talking over here. <laughs> and I should be talking over here. <laughs> well, Marshall, uh, I think we should move on to our first segment. And uh, let me uh, let me let me do a little intro for you here on this on this oh, beautiful segment. We got an intro for it. I want to rock. <laughs> Yeah, you, you know it. It's it's I want to rock. The name of the segment here today, Marshall. This is going to be a, a segment. I've uh, gone through the eBay, the electronic bay. Okay, uh, and I have found some some rocks up for sale. Are they rocks? Or are they minerals, Marie? Uh, I think I I think they're minerals, most of them. <laughs> but you know, I want a mineral. They don't have a song for that. I want a rock is uh, about crack. Ah, yeah. It's a different song than I want to rock, though. Um. <laughs> I want to crack rock. Crack. Dun, 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 dun. I want to crack rock. 
It's from uh, Weird Al's new 18 plus album. <laughs> oh man, he's he's getting experimental. <laughs> First one I got for you, and uh, I'm gonna butcher these names because I'm not a geologist and didn't, didn't didn't go to school for that. Don't know what I went to school for, to be honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, this one is a natural pink rose quartz crystal carved into a heart shaped, uh, mm. and it's it's got it's a healing love gemstone. Marshall, I uh, uh, what do you what do you think? What well, you the think? marketing on it is interesting. It's going to cost more because it's been carved into a shape. Is it polished? Is it like smooth? Yes, very. Yeah, smooth. yeah. So it's like it's going to cost more because of that, and then also uh, they they are they are advertising it uh, as having health benefits, which yes. is not a good thing. You should not. You should not. Oh, that's all rocks <laughs> sold online, my um, guy. Um, I'm going. How does it say the size or the weight? I think that that's like an important. Uh, I would say it would fit in the palm of your hand. Okay, um, I'm gonna say forty-seven ninety-nine. Wow, no dollar fifty-seven, Marshall. Kind of over. Gonna cost no, no, no. It's gonna cost more than that. <laughs> I'll just I'll just put in the best offer and I'll put in what you put. Uh, charge it to the old ear drunk uh, podcast. All yes, right, sir. it's a write off. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely gonna fuck this one up. But uh, the next one we got up here is uh, a raw lapis uh, lazuli. Oh, a lapis lazul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, lapis lazul rough stone, Marshall. Oh, um, not polished. Not no. polished. Just rough. How Lazul. big? Uh, I would say this one's a little bit bigger. Probably would still fit in your fist, though. Okay, okay. That dollar, that dollar fifty really threw me off. Yeah, right. I'm gonna go <laughs> with seventeen twelve. Ah, Marshall, that's uh, five dollars and twenty five cents. I'm closer. I'm yeah. significantly closer because that one was more expensive, and I named a lower price. All right, but I'm gonna go ahead and type this in seventeen twelve. Uh, it's free shipping, but it should be here uh, uh, yeah, Thursday, September fourteenth through Saturday the sixteenth. I need it sooner, Zach. Can we pay extra for faster shipping? I'll see. Yeah. All right, next one I got here. It's a, a fifty millimeter plus natural green cherry blossom ball quartz uh, crystal sphere. This is for uh, Reiki healing. It's all in one piece. Okay. Okay, fifty millimeter sphere of green quartz, uh, green cherry blossom quartz. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. The cherry blossom makes me think it's still a pink quartz, so I'm wondering where the green comes into play. Oh yeah, no, it's it's fucking weird looking. Um, oh, um, and this one, uh, 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 uh I'm going to say is twelve twelve. Uh, close, man. Twenty one sixty nine. Yeah, but twelve twelve. We'll I'll put best offer on it. Cool. So, cool. so yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, all right. This next one is a. Uh, uh, it's a one piece uh, natural crystal quartz jade turtle carved mineral specimen healing random. Well, the fact that or uh, they, helling random. The fact that they had to pay for like the 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 IP branding of One Piece. Yeah, um, that's um, expensive. So like Duffy's so, yeah. on there, whatever his name is from Duffy. the anime. <laughs> <laughs> the main dude, you know, Huffy Duffy. I, Doo. I, I think it's I think it's Luffy. Luffy, yeah, yeah, same thing. No, no, no. But as when you said Duffy, I just immediately <laughs> pictured Duffman. From the Simpsons as like the One Piece pirate guy. Look how stretchy he is. 
Um, okay. Duffman's gonna kill this guy. Next episode. All of your prices have been steadily increasing. Sure. So I'm going to say this one is twenty eight dollars even. Ah oh, man, that's twelve ninety, bro. Uh, yeah, gonna. Uh, don't worry, twenty eight. Putting it in. Oh, All right. Okay. All right, Marshall. Uh, let's see. I'm not uh, gonna lie. I thought I would have good appraisal skills. This next one is a six point eight two pound natural <laughs> <laughs> lapis lazuli, right? Okay. Uh, uh, quartz obsidian crystal wand point healing for Reiki. It's a wand? Yeah. Fuck. 6.8 pounds? That's a heavy fucking wand, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then it's... Over... <laughs> you're asking me how much... I can't much... lift it. It's more than you're, five. You're asking me how much I can lift, and this, <laughs> this fucking healer's over here with, like, a bicep as big as my thigh. <laughs> like... Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I feel like a wand, again, I feel like I'm going to get this wrong. I feel like a wand is more specialized. Sure, um, yeah. It sounds like there's multiple different uh, 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 rocks or minerals. That it is are... also an obelisk. So It's an it, obelisk, It's an obelisk crystal wand. What the fuck? Yeah. I don't understand this. Yeah, um, dude, I did not do well in science this? class. <laughs> what world? I did great in geology class. I just wasn't having to appraise the anything for cost. Like, I know what these minerals are. <laughs> Fucking lazy millennial. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I just don't participate in like the the the, the mineral trade, you know. <laughs> I'm not like a prospector. <laughs> Man, I would have killed in prospecting class. Yep. All right. Today we're gonna learn how to chew tobacco leaves and uh, sift sand through one of these little pans. <laughs> all right, children. Today we're gonna spit into platoons. <laughs> God, school used to be so cool. Yeah. Then we went to it. <laughs> um. Yeah, and it sucks because it's like now kids could crush that because of Minecraft, you know? Yeah, uh, 6.8 pounds. I, I, uh, that's so heavy. I'm going to go with $31. It is $398. God damn it, I don't even understand what this fucking world is. Look at this shit. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's not a wand. I know. <laughs> That's just an obelisk. That's not a wand. I see, and I think... <laughs> yeah. Yes. That guy's a bad wizard. <laughs> You're telling me the dude in a North Face jacket is a bad wizard? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it just happens to be uh, uh, visibly very apparent. <laughs> All right, Marshall, here's another one. Uh, this is a 10.1 pound natural dream amethyst quartz crystal spear ball healing. Which, it uh, so it is ball shaped, but also I'm wondering, does it heal your bowels? Oh, yeah, you have to pick it up and drop it on them. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to work. It's going to work. work. I promise. I went to school. <laughs> Which school? <laughs> Oxford. <laughs> Oh yeah. Okay, I'll drop this on my balls. I guess we're gonna buy it, right? So, yeah. Um. Um. Well, if six point eight pounds of those was three hundred dollars, and this is ten point what? This is ten point one pounds. Ten point one pounds, but it's just one mineral, right? Yeah, it's just amethyst. Yeah, just amethyst. And amethyst is a pretty common mineral, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Um, so I'm gonna say that this one is a hundred and eighty dollars. Okay. Yeah. Not bad. Seventy eight dollars. Okay. Yeah. Is that you know not too bad? You know, just like uh, you know, 
just, just more than twice the price. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> I don't like to discourage you. <laughs> but you gave me this game, Zach. <laughs> I don't love to discourage you. I just love to gaslight you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Last one I got here. This is two point three four pounds of uh, uh oh god fuck I forgot that this one's gonna be hard to say. Natural uh, uh Ronda Corset Corsite Ron Ronda coming down to the stage. No, uh, Woo! oh my god, I've always wanted to do this. Maybe it's Ronda Corset. Uh, crystal specimen healing museum grade. So oh. you could put this son of a bitch in a museum. You belong in a museum. Yeah. Two point eight pounds. Two point three four. Two point three four. Ooh, they went down to the, they went to the hundredth place in that decimal spot. Yeah, you see how I used yeah. fancy school jargon yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did some school there. Yeah. <laughs> you did some school. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 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 I think that this one has gone way down in price again, despite being museum quality, um, but it's not very much. I'm going to say this one is $63. Ah, damn. What is it, like $1,200? No, $133.50, though. So, you know, not $134. You got that 50-cent discount there. That's true. That's true. Most of those will be shipping here at the end of the month, Marshall, and that is the end of our segment, as we we all know, called... So, like, normally I'd be mad about the money that we spent out of the ear drunk fund of which I contribute, or to which I contribute. You sold, you sold uh, contributor. Sole, sole, <laughs> solely contribute. Um, but the thing about it is, is all the damage done was was my poor appraisal skills. So I feel like yeah. I can't even be mad at you. Because, like, well, I overpaid, I overpaid by, like... 600 percent or something on that yeah, first one no, i don't i don't sure. even know what it was like yeah. I, i'm not doing the math on it I'm yeah not, i'm done i did my school for you the did. day so <laughs> no more school for you yeah. but yeah no well here's the thing if you're feeling hurt uh luckily all these stones have healing <laughs> properties have healing properties <laughs> so i'll just have to drop them on my balls one by one yeah um, and i'll feel good <laughs> that I that's w- what blue chew is right yes <laughs> That's Blue Chew and Hard Mints, which we are not sponsored by, but hey, give us a call. Um, <laughs> Marshall, it's going to be really funny when we when you write these reviews after dropping them on your balls. And then every review is just one star, ow my balls. This, this really hurt my balls when I dropped it on my balls. <laughs> Man, we should just do product reviews for everything on Amazon, just like... <laughs> just just that just that it's just that yeah my ow my balls <laughs> except for uh, uh we'll do something like uh like a pillow and it'll be like felt good when dropped on my balls five stars <laughs> five <Yeah>. stars <laughs> great product <laughs> uh, oh man all right yeah let's get into the main segment yeah let's Marshall. get out from under this rock and yeah. hop under another one yeah <laughs> now Marshall, if you could do me a solid favor and uh let the people listening know how we do this show every week consistently all the time how yeah. we do it well it's kind of weird that i have to explain it to the folks who listen to our show on account of like we do it the same way and they've been listening to our show uh but i guess some of you have been living under a rock so uh maybe you didn't catch on 
Bananja. <laughs> That's my Jamaican rim shot. Oh man. Um so <laughs> So uh, the way that we're going to do it this week, as we do every single week, is uh, Zach and I have actually set up our recording studio in a little hut on the beach. Um, and it's not one of those, like, uh, sandy beaches. It's one of those very, very rocky beaches. Yeah, a lot of rocks. Um, and each of us have placed our notes under a very large boulder. Uh, Zach's weighs five, because that was what he said he could lift at the start of the show. Yep. Mine, unfortunately, weighs 600, because in a moment of bravado, that's what I said <laughs> I could lift. <laughs> Hubris! Hubris! So, uh, so... Uh, uh, what will happen is I will go outside, struggle with this rock until I'm able to get my notes out, at which point I will uh, tell you a story about living under a rock, all set to a five-song playlist based on this theme. Hell yeah. After which, Zach will go and very easily lift up his rock and grab his playlist. Well, I mean, not easily. I mean, it is it's, my It's max. the most you can lift, but you can lift it. I can lift it, but it's the most, you know? It's not a four. Where's the... Sure, shit ain't a two. <laughs> Where's where's the forklift that y'all used to put my rock down? I'm gonna need this. <laughs> I'm certified. I can drive it. <laughs> Here you are. Yeah, we're both certified in in forklift. In and... Forklift. Man, oh, I slept man. through that class so much. <laughs> yeah, that was weird school, man. <laughs> <laughs> I always hate when work makes me do school. <laughs> yeah. I hate it when I go to school and they're like, "If you do this wrong, someone will die." I'm like, ah. <laughs> So, uh, uh, at which point Zach will then do uh, his story with his five-song playlist. Yeah. Um, and then we will each get underneath our respective rocks and go to sleep. Nighty-night. Good night. All right, Marshall. Well, let's have you kick this off. I want to see you lift this fucking rock, you know? <sighs> oh, that wasn't bad, dude. I could have done, like, maybe eight. <laughs> yeah. Hey, maybe 800. You made that look pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I could tell you could do it because all the fucking muscles you showed at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> oh, this is weird. Uh, uh, my notes aren't here. There's there's like a tape recorder. Oh, okay. Play this role. Thank you for joining me this lovely New Year's Day. My name is Flap Octagon, here to bring you into the new year. <laughs> NPR has special coverage of a man who has lived under a rock since the year 2023. Today we will bring you the perspective of Chuck Mahoney, who has been under this rock for seven years now. Now, Chuck, a lot has happened since 2023. Uh, tell me, did your life change at all on January 1st, 2024? With Y2K2K by Loon.
I think this song's super cool. Yeah. <laughs> I like that, like, sort of bass that comes in halfway through. The yeah. Brr, 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 brr. It like kind of super, like, fucking fat wobbly bass. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, it's the way it, like, is, like, composed, it sounds like it's, like, a fast food robot taking your order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you like, Jane? <laughs> it was my immediate take that I was like, if I'm doing a song about Y2K2K, the Y2K that's actually in the 2000s, uh, yeah. 2024, January 1st, look out, folks. It had to be an EDM song because computers oh, and electronics and all that stuff. But I really like how the song starts off like super soft. And mm-hmm. then it gets kind of like, there's like that kind of like very small, short build. And then it gets into like that really bass wobbly part. Yeah. Um, because in my head, I was like, oh, the quiet part is like when everything shuts down and there's like a moment of silence is like the world just like stops functioning. Mm. Um, and then the bass wobbles and stuff is like, okay, Mad Max is starting now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's like it's like the calm before the storm is very much a part of this song in my yeah. book. Loon is uh, a, I guess a DJ, I don't know what you call EDM people, but uh she has uh, 95k monthly listeners. Oh hell yeah. Uh so she's doing well. Nice. Um but I really like her aesthetic. I don't know what to call it other than like vaporwave horror. Yeah. Uh it's like a ton of like pastel colors but then also a bunch of like dark imagery and stuff. Fuck yeah. Uh which I think is cool. Yeah, I feel like the 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 horror vibe definitely came in with like the whisper. Thing. Yeah, 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 right. Because it's like whenever you hear whispers in songs, you're just like, nah, dude, that's the song. Like, say, like you know, be louder. I'm supposed to hear you. Yeah. <laughs> She's got a lot of really cool music, honestly. Like, I found this one just like searching Y2K, but then like I went through her catalog, and she's got several albums out and several like collabs with other artists. Dope. Um, but I particularly like she has this song called. My meds. <laughs> um, and it's off the album, uh, Fuck Yeah, Go Us. Um, and, and I really liked that one. I thought that one was cool. It's yeah. got a little bit like faster synth part at the top that kind of leads in. Mm-hmm. But back to uh, our interview with Mr. Chuck Mahoney. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, of course uh, Y2K2 changed my life. But I mean, I'd been prepping my rock for years, you know. Uh, I guess I'm just uh, lucky I decided to move in when I did. <laughs> hmm. I guess uh, it must have been vindicating. I didn't realize you were a doomsday prepper, Chuck. That makes me very curious about your experience with some of the other uh, catastrophes that we've faced since YK, uh, Y2K2K. So um, I'm going to pivot the interview a little bit, and uh, let's talk about my next song, The Government is Pasta. <laughs> Bye. Tom McGovern. <laughs> I mean, Queenie, Farfalli, Ronald Reagan, Tortellini, Vermicelli, Angel Hair, I don't care anything but spaghetti, fuck spaghetti, fuck spaghetti, Richard Nixon, fuck spaghetti. Fucking rage against the cuisine, my dude. What oh the God. fuck? <laughs> Bro, this fucking song. Like, I don't know why it exists, but I'm happy it does, you know? <laughs> 
This songs like this make me go, okay, I'm not alone in the world. Right. You know? I have no idea how I found this song. I do not know. I was obviously, I was doing some other keyword search for something else. And I yeah. saw the government is pasta and I just clicked on it. You of know? course, as one does. <laughs> and, and as I was listening, I just immediately thought about the story of a weird owl asking Kurt Cobain if he could do one of a, a Nirvana song. Yeah. And Kurt Cobain was like, yes, absolutely. Just don't make it about food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> they did a really good job of capturing kind of like the essence of Rage Against the Machine pretty well. It does suffer from the thing that every Rage Against the Machine cover does, where it's just not angry enough. (laughs) Like, I have seen exactly one Rage, and I've seen several Rage Against the Machine cover bands, because I lived in Denton for a while. Yeah, of Um, course. But but there is exactly one Rage Against the Machine cover that does it justice at all, and that's Denzel Curry doing Bulls on Parade. Oh, yeah, of uh, course, On, like, a version, I think, on YouTube. Yeah. Um, That's, (laughs) he's got the anger, it works, it's fucking, it's fucking there, bro. My favorite part is definitely when there's a point in the song where he's just, like, listing a bunch of different pasta yeah. And then he goes, Ronald Reagan! <laughs> and then later, he gets to a point where he's just saying, Fuck spaghetti! Um, and then Richard he says Nixon. Richard Nixon, but yeah. then he goes back into fuck spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I don't know why it exists, but I'm so glad it does. Yeah, uh, oh uh, man. Tom McGovern, thank you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> thank you, Tom. <clears throat> Post Y2K2K, how much contact have you had with the outside world? Were you... Familiar with the goings-on when agents from 8chan confirmed the existence of the deep state? And then in conjunction with Julian Assange, they leaked over 80,000 documents showing our government is run by extraterrestrial pasta people? (laughs) As a rock dweller, I'm sure this must have been shocking news. Honestly, I'm a I'm a bit offended. Like I uh, I live under a rock, but I'm, it's not like I'm from Mississippi. I mean, I have CNN. <laughs> I've got the internet. Um, Shots fired. <laughs> of course, uh, 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 I know about the American postocracy. You know, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't eat gluten, so uh, I was actually able to build some rapport with the local government since uh, since I don't eat Italian. So, uh, <laughs> didn't really do much for me. Uh, it wasn't a big deal. <laughs> I always love that, like, news interviews where they, like, interview somebody and they're like, eh, you know, it's all right. Yeah, right. <laughs> very, very lukewarm response. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Hmm. Very interesting take on that, Chuck. Well, uh, I do then have to follow up, if we're speaking of the government matters, about the uh, the terrifying, terrifying events in the year 2025 uh, when the Amazon army did its coup. Oh, shit. My next, my next song is Amazon Army by Barack Altay. So this is one of those songs that's like real chill. 
It was one of those ones that just like uh, when I had my playlist was just listening to the playlist every time it was on. I would always just like kind of like be able to focus in and zone in on my work and stuff. Yeah. It's not distracting. It's got a nice like continuous progression to it. Yeah. Um, it sounds kind of like, you know, in like a sci-fi movie when they reach like, you know, like Elysium. Or right. Something, right. You know, like a, like a paradise. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I wrote later uh, in my write up, I put uh, uh, this song should be on a Kickstarter video a Kickstarter video for a drone that delivers packages over a totally cool rainforest. <laughs> and it also definitely doesn't collect your personal data um, or take pictures through your window. Um, <laughs> Chill. <laughs> but yeah, just like flying over like a like a, a helicopter or a drone shot of like woods and trees of like an alien planet or something. Yeah. Like totally fits that vibe. It's really able to convey the complete peace of mind of Jeff Bezos's super soldiers as uh, uh, as their brain chip activates and they begin attacking the United States <laughs> um. yeah I forget it's like man you get like 15 bucks an hour but like you know yeah, no piss breaks. No piss um, breaks. Well, you don't need them. You're a robot now. <laughs> I uh, I really enjoy uh, uh, like the ambience that's throughout it, and like the whole song is basically achieved with like stacking synths, and then uh, uh, after that first little like like drop out and then build, they they bring in like this super fucking reverby percussion. Yeah, <laughs> um, that just gives it like that feeling of like impactfulness. You know mm. what I mean? Like something significant's happening. Yeah. <clears throat> So, uh, Mr. Chuck, where were you when the great and mighty Amazon Corporation performed their coup? Oh, oh, sorry. Note from the producer. Oh, right. Sorry, it's not a coup. Uh, I obviously meant to say, uh, uh, when they enacted the revolution of the people. Oh, wow. Uh, under a rock, right? So, uh, uh, tell us, how have things changed since then? Well, uh, I'll admit, uh, not much changed under my rock since, uh, I don't get out much. Though, uh, I do order in my groceries, and, uh, you know, so, just the logistical nature of Amazon <laughs> has kind of, uh, you know, just, just, just made that a much easier process. I mean, I have Wi-Fi, after all. It's not like I'm living under a bunch of sand, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> uh, the only downside I really see to, uh, kind of Bezos taking over is that, uh, I did, uh, pay off Mayor Rigatoni. Uh, before the Amazon.com revolution of the people trademark. Uh, so I guess that was a kind of a fucking waste of cash. <laughs> uh, but uh, now I uh, have to uh, petition to get my rock rezoned if I'm going to keep running my Etsy shop here. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. Not great, but like, I, it's, it's it, whatever, you know? It's Etsy. <laughs> hmm. Well, Chuck, that's that's very interesting. You 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 have a much more normal life than I thought one might have <laughs> uh, living under a rock. Okay, so we've talked about a lot of changes in power from the pasta people, uh, the pastatariat, uh, to uh, you know Bezos's uh, uh, armored uh, armies. Were you greatly affected by the the the, the clashes between uh, Meta and Amazon over the next couple of years? Mm-hmm. Let's get into it with my song, Mark Zuckerberg Killed the Messenger by Pineapple Hangover. <laughs> nice.
ways and I told you shit they understand when I was begging you to be a man. The heart stop, not a heart stop, my pinnacle walking and don't stop. My landmark won't crack down, try being quiet with no crap. I show up, you show up, still acting like we getting down. Can't make it rain like I'm on to you, but you boy, I ain't running around. Lost in time and we don't get it out again. Um, I like the vocals in this song a lot. Yeah, um, it goes from like at the start where it's very just like standard indie track vocals to uh, later in the song it gets like pretty like folk punky where he does like yeah. some yelling and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a little later in the song, there's a section where he just goes, he just says "Hey" a bunch, uh, which is just very <laughs> folk punky, <laughs> um, yeah. and like the way he says it. Uh, so the group is from uh, York, England. Um, and they currently have one album and one single out. Nice. Um, and I listened to the single. It's called uh, "Too Cold to Be Snowing." <laughs> um, and it's uh, uh, I like that one a lot, also for the vocals, but mostly because the British accent comes through way more in, <laughs> in that single. Oh, um, got that British stank! Yeah, absolutely. That beans for breakfast stank. Um, and it's also like it's it's maybe a Christmas song. I'm not sure. <laughs> the album covers like green, and it's got like the pictures of the four guys on it. And, like, nice. I don't know. Might be might be a little Christmas thing. Might not. Might just be about winter in the UK. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but there's there's a lot I really liked about this song. Um, in addition to the vocals, just like the general progression, um, the 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 tone on the guitar, like it's just it's just a good little indie track. Hell yeah. Back to our story. Mm-hmm. Um, so as you know, uh, the Metazon Wars, uh, after the postocracy was overthrown by the Amazon army, uh, there were several years of unrest as various corporate entities tried to gain power across the country. Uh, I was at this point that Apple relocated to their moon base. Uh, Nestle. <laughs> Nestle tried to do the same on the sun. Uh, thank goodness they burned to death instead of successfully monetizing sunshine. Uh, Facebook Meta, however, saw a chance to vie for power of the continental United States. The clash began when Bezos sent Zuckerberg a proposal to submit and swear fealty. And in exchange, Bezos would spare the company from the ghastly high corporate taxes implemented by Bezos' regime. But not wanting to pay the astronomical rate of 2%, Zuckerberg killed and ate the messenger before spending a week on a warm rock to digest him. (laughs) This is where we had some of the bloodiest skirmishes in U.S. history. 16 million died at the Battle of Best Buy. 18 million died at the Black Friday Brawl. (laughs) The final blow was struck, however, at the Prime Day Massacre. Oh, jeez. Bezos' greed is what killed him. He gave too good of a deal on ammunition. (laughs) So, uh, Rockman, what's your take on all this? Oh, uh, yeah, actually, I I, I never heard of this one. Yeah, well, how could he? He's under a rock. <laughs> He's got Wi-Fi. Yeah, but you know. There's other stuff to do. My next song is God Star by Peter DeRock. Somebody once told me their soul was feeling lonely. They were looking like they needed a friend. Hey, they said that they were stuck and just feeling out of luck and Someone on whom to depend Well, I told them that God is where you begin Gotta free your heart, letting go of that sin It doesn't make sense to be so sad Cause God is good, so you should be glad He's watching you, he's watching me Keep hanging on, you don't have to worry He's 
Was there just belief? Why are you stopping it? <laughs> right now. I was I was reaching why? over. Oh, why? <laughs> why are you stopping the song, Marshall? Because you look pissed. <laughs> yeah, but like, I have to hit the part where it's like, you okay. know. Okay. <laughs> hey now, you're a godsar. You're a church on Sunday. Hey now, you're a godsar. By your head and let's pray. You'll never be alone. Cause only Jesus Christ saves your soul. <laughs> only Jesus Christ saves, saves your, your soul. soul. <laughs> Wow. I know it just happened, and like, you know, we kind of made fun of this guy, and unfortunately, he became another part of our death note. But yeah, um, he is, he is, in fact, a part of our death note. Yeah. <laughs> but I like to think that this killed Steve Harwell. <laughs> this song that I put up. Yeah. Your fucking Godstar just might have. That was yeah. the last straw for his liver. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I understand alcoholism. Because people like this exist, yeah. So it's a Christian parody of All Star, huh? <laughs> yeah. What is there more to say? I'm honestly not. How many monthly views? <laughs> I honestly didn't even look at the artist page for this guy. <laughs> Out of all of them, I didn't even look at the artist page for this one. Oh my Let me god. click on it now. Let's. Let's. Oh god. Peter DeRock. This is his only song, and he's got 2,300 monthly plays. Oh, man. Oof. For a guy who, you know, is all about Jesus, he sure looks like a Satanist. <laughs> He's definitely a fucking, like, you know, goddamn fucking sadist for making this. So it's like, I'm honestly not sure how how they got away with this legally, but I'm also not a lawyer, and I don't know how laws work. Yeah. Like, they did really nail the whole tone of the song, you know, like, like insofar as like, it's a cover of, yeah. of all star. <laughs> yeah. I like, I also, I, I pointed this out while listening to it, but I was, I was waiting for the breakdown part where he's like, I could use a little change myself. And, mm -hmm. uh, that's not in the song. No. So I mean, uh, he's a great Christian. Doesn't mention homeless people. No, not once. Yeah. Not once. Peter. <laughs> I see like this version of All Star in some alternate universes Christian version of Shrek. Uh, the song Believer would stay exactly the same though. Yeah. <laughs> Christians are like onions. <laughs> Mash and fry them, stick them in a stew. I yeah. know that that's taters, but. Do you think he's compensating for something? <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, donkey. <laughs> That's one. That's one. That is one. Honestly, similarly to like the government is pasta, I kind of want to just like talk to the guy who wrote this and pick their brain. Um, wow, you know. <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a like a sound engineer while they were recording this yep. who was just smoke chain smoking so much, and yeah, losing so much hair. Yep, yeah, while doing the while doing his job. <sighs> Poor guy. Yeah. Poor guy. Our heart goes out to that man. R.I.P. that man. Yeah. But don't worry. But now. Jesus Christ saves your soul. <laughs> Are you a religious man, Chuck? Well, uh, yeah, very. That makes sense. It's hard not to be after what happened when Smash Mouth Steve Harwell passed away. 
Or really, it wasn't so much his passing as his resurrection and the revelation that he's the son of God. It's weird how much longer it took this time, though. A full three months, but like... Three-month respawn time, I guess, isn't that bad when you consider the standard, like, reincarnation process. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Church of Smash Mouth, Smash Mouth isn't all that bad. Like, at least they play cool music while dismantling the progress and eroding human rights. <laughs> hey. Do you ever think someone, like, was doing that, like, saying that exact same thing about Christianity and, like, Catholicism back in the day? It's at like, least they play cool music while they're doing yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, man, the Crusades suck, but, like, them hymns, though. <laughs> them hymns. Those hymns slap, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a fun take on it. Like, yeah. ah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the music's aight. The music's aight. <laughs> Amen to that, Chuck. Amen. And thank you for listening to NPR. This network is funded by listeners like you. And, of course, as always, the Facebook Meta Mega Government Corporation, a Nestle company of the Shrek sect of the Smash Mouth Church of Christ. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> well, Marshall, great playlist. Um, I have a lot of feelings and opinions about some of the songs. Um, some that last one's a real, uh, a real song. <laughs> it I'm exists. A, I'm about to smash you in your mouth. That's for sure. Well, Marshall, let's uh, let's move on to my segment. <laughs> yes, let's. And uh, I got a little story here uh, here for you. Herbert Hollins awoke in the middle of the night in a panic, surrounded by a pool of his own sweat, and only one thought going through his head. Dig. Dig. <laughs> the back door of Herbert's humble home exploded as he raced to the shed, knocking over boxes and tools. He found a shovel, gripping it like a harness of a roller coaster. In this state of madness, he stomped through his backyard, his eyes pacing back and forth, until he spots a large boulder. But it wasn't a boulder. It was a rock. <clears throat> Herbert summoned his strength and pushed over the rock to reveal grass by, <laughs> by the pretty things. I dig the vibe on this. Yeah. Uh, these guys sound like they smoke a lot of this song. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, they have another song uh, for like their second album that's just called LSD. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I didn't really know much about this band um, uh, beforehand, but they're called the Pretty Things. They were kind of uh, um, in the midst of the British invasion. Oh, where on their like Spotify it says they are the heavier, tougher of like the Rolling Stones, which I think is hilarious because I always thought like, oh, the Rolling Stones is like the heavier tougher of like the Beatles you yeah, know right? and it's always like oh it just progressively goes down and down you know <laughs> um, <clears throat> I just love that guitar tone like it's so clean but like has a sense of heaviness to it yeah absolutely uh, it's like you're just like carrying a weight you know like like on your heart this is off their album Parachute in 1970 uh, and so there's like th- that part that kind of still has that British sort of like 1960s sound, especially with like the verse and the chorus. Mm-hmm. But then as it drifts off, it drips more into like psych. Right. You know, right. like I, I like that a lot. Uh, and just the opening like piano chords, like they're just, they do such a good job of like giving a thesis statement to what the, like the rest of the <laughs> yeah. song is, you know, it's one of those songs where I feel like it's like the, the soundtrack of like walking around a city like just having your head just like full of thoughts like going in and out but you're not able to focus on anything mm-hmm. you're just kind of like feeling like some sort of emotion they have a uh, 295,000 monthlies oh, uh, nice. over like 12 albums uh, i think like some of their last ones uh, uh came out in like the late eight or the early 80s and stuff like that mm-hmm. um but yeah i would also recommend a song called lsd like i mentioned earlier <laughs> uh but they also have a song i think it's uh, i think it's the song right after this called sickle clowns sickle clowns yeah <laughs> <laughs> terrifying yeah it's, it fucking rips it's fucking great but herbert sees the crushed matted grass underneath the rock for the first moment since springing out from his bed he is still there is still the same intensity in his eyes but he just stares at the grass almost like he's looking through it he lifts up his shovel and stabs into the dirt as he's murdering the ground, slicing through the earth with furious, uh, you know, animal-like motions. How visceral. <laughs> he begins to hit dirt by the thing. She's sick of people telling her what she's supposed to do. Got her in trouble with the frown and a good for you. She never questioned why they never liked the color black. And all they wanted was to have a laugh. I say, come on, Gina, got me in a trance. Use that gun in the back of your pants. We found her, give me what you need. Before you go home angrily, yeah. And you'll see, it ain't bad to be in the dirt with me. Man, if you're going to name your band after one of my favorite movies of all time, (laughs) you better fucking deliver. They did. They do. <laughs> Holy shit, man. The thing fucking rules. Yeah. Uh they uh they they like have like one album out. It is 
back to back bangers. Like Hell I have yeah. literally I found this when I was doing my write up and was like, oh, let me, you know, check out some other songs I could recommend. And I listened to that album start to finish like multiple <laughs> times throughout this week. Like it is Hell a yeah. fucking great band. I'm I'm I cannot wait to see what else they do. It fucking rules. <laughs> it's just like I mean, this song specifically it just starts with that driving bass line and then everything comes in and it just blends in so perfectly. Yeah, I really loved the vocal vocals in it definitely um, uh the the way that they have all of the, the reverb stacked on it i don't know it sounds kind of like 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 garagey but it also sounds kind of like psyche and yeah it's just it's very it's very cool yeah no it's very they, cool they blend a lot of like genres together you know that it's just like it's but at the end of the day you just go man this is just good fucking it's rock good you know? fucking music Are yeah you, <laughs> do you want to rock zach yeah <laughs> i'm under one no, uh, but yeah no i i that breakdown too with the cowbell mm-hmm. just like fucking just like every time i hear it i go fuck yeah dude like i i this is a band that i'm excited whenever they come through and i can see them live hell uh, yeah i think they're based out in new york uh but yeah man i i feel like this is just like perfect like top down driving music you mm-hmm. know and i don't have a convertible but i'm gonna i'm gonna take a saw and i'm gonna make i'm gonna make my dreams come true i don't have a convertible but i've got a tube top yeah <laughs> <laughs> Slap that on the hood. Uh, they're a newer band, so right now they only have 14,000 monthly listeners. They got one album, like I said, all bangers. Uh, I recommend the song Country Song 2 and also uh, Beige Bouquet. Both of those fucking rip. Hell yeah. Herbert is now a dirt-moving machine. <laughs> In the late hour of the night, the only sounds are the shovel stabbing the dirt over and over and over again. Herbert flings dirt out of the hole with no concern where it lies. <laughs> Sweat gets in his eyes, but he doesn't care. His hands start to blister, but he doesn't care. He hits the sprinkler line, but guess what? He doesn't care. He doesn't fucking care. <laughs> he can only keep on digging by Chris Joss. <laughs> just so many different cool sounds going on during that yeah i feel like <laughs> this song could be played on a heist or a 1970s porno but i'm into it either way i'm stealing that porno i'm stealing this <laughs> porno baby and me and 12 other guys <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> we're skipping oceans 11 going right to 12 the it's, best one i'm in <laughs> i'm in to it <laughs> Uh, it, it reminds me of the last episode of Spongebob where he's doing the funny walk. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, it's It's got that vibe to it. Man, I love that 70s synth sound. Uh, it, like, shows up in, like, Stevie Wonder's music a lot, but it's, like, that weird synth bass that kind of has that, like, weird twang on it. Mm-hmm. Like, that, you know, uh, I fucking love that shit. 
and everything is just so organized in this song. Mm-hmm. Everything, like you were saying, there's so many elements to it, but each one of those elements has its own moment to shine. And it's all perfectly, like, like we've talked about songs that have a lot of different elements, but, like, if you're listening to any individual element, it sounds, like, chaotic and crazy, and that's not the case with this one. No, not at all. It's like each individual element sounds as put together as the piece as a whole does. Definitely, uh. yeah. <laughs> uh, and this guy, he's uh, he's really cool. He's, like, a one-man band, uh, Chris Jobs. Uh, and he makes music trying to invoke the sound of instrumentals used in like cinematic movies and oh, stuff cool. like that. So like that's his like whole bread and butter. And he has like a lot of albums. He has like 14 albums about it. Yeah. It's just funny because you say he's a one man band. And I know that you mean that he's recording in his right, studio yeah, but you're alone, thinking but I'm that. thinking of a man <laughs> with a bass drum on his back and a, yeah. a hi-hat on top of that. <laughs> he has 131,000 monthlies. Uh, like I said, he's got like 14 albums. Uh, mm-hmm. I recommend the song Get Cloned and uh, <laughs> Hell yeah Yeah And then uh, Rafifi Rococo That one's got some uh, Eastern uh, elements Like uh, he has some like He has some songs that are disco He has some songs that are funk And then he has uh, songs that are like Invoke kind of like uh uh, Eastern music, like a lot of like Indian influence And other oh, stuff like yeah. that Like Rafiki Rococo definitely has a lot of I, that uh, I love Get Cloned as a song title because it can either be like a command. Yeah. Like, you, get cloned. Um, or it can be like uh, 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 you're watching uh, a video online um, and then at the very end, uh, right when the video is about to pay off, instead of paying off, the person like splits into two people. And he goes, <laughs> you just got cloned, bitch. <laughs> you just got cloned. <laughs> Get cloned. <laughs> yeah, I imagine it was kind of like a world star thing where someone just punches somebody into two people. It's like, get, get cloned, bitch. <laughs> Herbert now finds himself hundreds of feet down in the dirt. The shovel blade has been dulled down to a nub. He tosses it aside and starts using his hands to rip through the earth. His expression is unchanged. His eyes intensified, but finally he breaks through (laughs) to a tunnel where he sees them. The Mole Men (laughs) by Zilch Fletcher. The Mole Men? (laughs) The Mole Men are back again. They don't practice voodoo, they don't practice them. They'll just grab you and that's the end. They got big worms crawling out of their skin. Snakes and mud and junk all over them. The mole men are back again. The mole men live under the ground. You never hear them coming. What uh what what stage production is this song from? <laughs> the Mole Men. No, I'm just kidding. It's just a song. <laughs> Marshall, the Mole Men, they're back. They're back. They're back, Marshall. That the thing about that song, Zach, is that like it's a strange song, but 
it's very apropos. It's very appropriate. It's just yeah. like it's it's that's that's a song about the mole men. Yeah, you know every bit. <laughs> <laughs> The piano that's like bouncing in the back, like yeah. every bit. That's a song about the mole men. Yeah, it's a it's a a song for mole men. I don't know if it's by mole men. He's had some nasty stuff to say about their eye yeah. juice and goop. Well, I mean, he's just being descriptive. I don't that's think fair. He... that's fair. Maybe they think that stuff's hot. Yeah, <laughs> ask a mole man. This is the type of song I would put on in a bar to piss everybody off. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. This and Hey There, Pussycat. Yeah, that and then anything by Tom Waits. <laughs> just anything to dampen everyone's mood. I love it. Uh, I, I just like you were talking about. I love that descending piano, the <laughs> dun, 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 because it kind of fits the vibe of like the mole men. You know, <laughs> they're back again. Um, I did. I did research on this guy. Uh, Understandably. Yeah. <laughs> So Zilch uh, recorded music in the 1970s, right? And he's kind of like, like he moved to like Nashville and just went by this name and like opened for a few people, like country people, and like worked with like stuff, but just made this weird fucking album. He's he has like two albums, and one of them is just like lost tapes and recordings, and some of them are on his like first album as well. Mm-hmm. But man. All of this shit is just fucking weird as hell. It is all like he got played on uh, Doctor Demento a lot. Uh, I and, thought like, I just I thought I thought you the first album was gonna be like oh these are country tunes and he just no. also did some weird shit and then no it's just weird shit and outtakes of weird shit. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, so he only has ten monthly listens. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, I enjoy it. Yeah, it's, like I said, two albums. Man, I recommend. I recommend listening to them if you're down for some weird shit. Uh, I recommend the song "Ballad of Bloody Guts." Um, that one's good. Uh, Every day is Halloween to you. Also, fucking slaps. He has a song called "Armpit Farts." Um, <laughs> this is surprisingly very punk rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's dope. They recently uh, put his stuff on streaming services. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, I think it's like uh, I I kind of skimmed the story, but I believe his like daughter like was helping like you know put it all on streaming stuff and getting the like the the word out there about this stuff. <laughs> but I just found it because I was looking up for Molman. <laughs> The natural progression. And then I was like, God damn, this is the quintessential Mole Man song. You know, you found, you found it. You were able to find it uh, uh, organically. Yeah. You, know, you didn't you didn't find it through some marketing campaign. No, about it getting put on, on, on the street. No, no, no. You found this the way it was supposed to be found. Yeah. In the dirt under a rock. Under a rock. <laughs> I had a lot of fun listening to this guy. Uh, uh, Zilch Fletcher. Uh, I want to throw his name out there. Hey, man, let's bump him up. Let's give him up to 12. <laughs> Hell yeah. You and yeah. me can do it. Yeah. I know we could do that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Guaranteed. Guaranteed. <laughs> but the moment they look back at, you know, uh, he, <laughs> they look back at Hubert. Herbert? Herbert. Herbert. Yeah. <clears throat> the moment they look back at Herbert, they're dressed in robes. They have green and purple juice coming out of their <laughs> eyes. There's this moment of silence. And the once manic dead expression on Herbert's face turns into a peaceful smile like he's seeing an old friend. Weird. (laughs) They give him a robe, and now he lives that mole life (laughs) by Ray Bull. Too much on the other side. 
man, I uh, boom, wah, wah, boom, wah, wah, live that mole life pretty regularly. <laughs> <laughs> man, this song is so sad, but also so fun, you know? Like, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> I really love the the little, the part that does the little sound of boom, wah, wah, boom, wah, wah. Yeah. It's, like, it's, like, it's, it's, it's very low register, but it's distinct and different from like the actual bass line. It's just like a low, right. end, like a low register synth. Um, yeah. But I love that, that like, it goes through most of it. And then it comes back in the chorus a little higher, but it's yeah. like, oh my gosh, I loved that. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a fucking dope song. I, I love his voice, you know, mm-hmm. or uh, their voices. Um, Cause it's a, it's a duo. Oh, um, yeah. I love that. It has like that little bit of twanginess to it. You know, like especially in like the verse, and then when it hits that falsetto, like it, like it, like in the chorus, it just like feels so comforting. You know, mm-hmm. like it's just like, oh man, this is nice. It's you that know, life. yeah. <laughs> I think like this song is like like quintessential bedroom pop. Mm-hmm. Like That's it a is, great way of putting yeah, because it. it's like I know bedroom pop in itself is like a certain type of genre, but this is a song about being in your fucking bedroom. It's literal, or, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just so like it's a pop song just about like not going out, you know. Like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they got a uh, forty-eight thousand monthlies. Uh, they got one album and one EP. I would recommend uh, listening to the song uh, "Tell Me I'm a Fool" or uh, "Know My Name." Uh, Tell Me I'm a Fool is a bit sad, but then No My Name is a little bit, uh, it's off their newest EP, is a little bit more high energy. Uh, I would say this album itself kind of is a little bit more, like this is like one of the high points of the energy of that album. Like oh, most wow. of it's like, okay. yeah, most of it's like very, very indie, very like, like kind of tempo. Just yeah. Just like super down and like other stuff like that. And it's great. Like I found plenty of great songs off that album, but I was like, Oh wow. Like this one song is kind of different than the rest of this album, <laughs> you know, but Herbert has now found his purpose living underground with his skin covered in worms <clears throat> flies all around him. You know, living the dream. <laughs> and that's the end of my playlist, Marshall. Wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, now, Zach, I do have one question. Yeah. One one singular question. Sure. Why did Herbert's house explode? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it didn't explode. I just meant like with... Oh, with he, the, we, he, he left the house with gusto. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. I thought he was like, the house exploded and he got out the back door. And nah. So the whole time I was waiting for like, they blew up his house, the government's after him. Interesting. Nah. Okay. Yeah, that was just no. a bad no, phrasing no, no. of words. I like this more. I like that <laughs> he's not running from something. He's running to something. That yeah. was a misinterpretation on my part. <laughs> it it's an inspiring story. I like to think that the house <laughs> did explode, but he was still not concerned. He was just going for the mole life. Yeah, I mean, that house has no meaning to him now. <laughs> he lives in the tunnels <laughs> with the rest of his mole brethren. What up, mole brother? Hey, you know me. Eating people because of blood clots and blueberry pie. That's you guys, a weird song, man. Yeah, it was, it was great, man. <laughs> Shout out to Zilch. Hope you're living good. I think he's like 70 now. Um, <laughs> well, um, Marshall, I think it's time for us to do our next segment. I think you have something prepared, correct? I do, I do. Um, and this segment was super easy to prepare because someone else prepared it for me. Oh, and wow. that's called Some Teachers at Some School Place at Some Time. Oh, shit, I thought we were done with school. Yeah, that is what you thought. <laughs> Pop quiz. But our last, yeah, our last, uh, our last segment is a segment that I'm going to call School Rocks. I just came up with it, the name, but that's what I'm going to call it. School Rocks. 
Um, and uh, I want a school. What I have done is I have uh, pulled up a free uh, AP environmental science practice test for the mm-hmm. AP test. Um, and Zach and I are going to answer a couple of questions from the uh, soils and geology portion. Oh, great. Of the yeah, test. yeah. So uh, let's go ahead and dive in. Let's uh, let's test our rock knowledge. Rock knowledge. <laughs> it was a rock. A rock a knowledge. knowledge. <laughs> a week. <laughs> <laughs> is anybody right. still listening? <laughs> oh, this is not going to go well. Just looking at this first question. Uh, okay. Uh, which soil layer is composed of weathered rock, parenthetical, parent material, and contains little to no organic matter? Okay. Our options are the C horizon, the B horizon, the A horizon, the D horizon, or the O horizon. Sounds like we skipped a couple of letters. Um. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I, I thought it would be like the soil layer. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm say, I'm gonna say C horizon. You wanna say C horizon? Yeah. All right. We selected C horizon. Uh, what, Zach? Yeah. Are the three main types of soil? Clay, hummus, and loam. Hummus. Who? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Clay, hummus, and loam. Yeah. Loam, silt, and sand. Sand, silt, and clay. Fuck me. Silt, loam, and parent material. Silt, clay, and hummus. Now, let me say real quick, Zach, I don't think either of us are parent material. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we need kids. Um. (laughs) What are you talking about? I'm drinking in the afternoon. Any thoughts on which of these incredibly similar answers uh, might uh, be the three main types of soil? Uh, I'm I'm gonna say uh, um, silt, uh, loam, loam, and parent material. Okay, silt, loam, and parent material. Yeah. All right, Zach. This next one. Yeah. It's gonna be tough. Also, I think it's proof that we got the last one wrong. <laughs> uh, this next question is, list these types of soil by their particle size from largest to smallest. And all of the answers are some variation of sand, silt, and clay. Which and means none that, of them have parent <laughs> material. Yeah, which means that, that, that sand, silt, and clay was the correct answer to the last one. Yep. Um, so we've got sand, clay, and silt. Sand, silt, and clay. Silt, sand, and clay. Clay, sand, and silt. Or clay silt sand. Give me, give me, give me, give me uh, uh, silt sand and clay, baby. Silt so, sand and clay all day. It's so funny because like these answers on all of these questions are so similar to each other that yeah. it's like for the listener who can't look at it, the 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 difference is negligible unless yeah. you know the answer. I feel like <laughs> you said silt sand and clay. I I, yeah. I think that one's probably correct as well. So, oh, okay. We got a, uh, on, so this is the first section. There's a few sections. So on the first section, uh, we got two wrong, but you got the first answer correct. Hey, one out of three is not great. So the C horizon, the one that we had no context for, it was a pure <laughs> 100% guess, uh, was the one that you got correct. Nice. Um, and then the uh, main types of soil are sand, silt, and clay, as we know. Yeah. Um, and if their particle size is in that same order, sand, silt, clay. Ah. All right, Zach. So we are one third geologists. Hell yeah, man. That's what that test means. Well, as soon as we're <gasps> getting all these rocks. If we're a third geologist, then like in kind of a roundabout 
way we're like one third prospector and that's cool oh shit i bet like most prospectors were one third geologists <laughs> and they got gold dude they got gold bro yeah fuck it we're gonna have big money on this hey uh if you have gold you can email it to us at eardrunk at gmail.com <laughs> and that is the fool's gold forehead kiss <laughs> That puts uh, this episode to bed. Folks, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, if you guys could do us a solid favor and give us a follow on whatever you're listening to this on, and maybe give us a rating, you know, five stars or more, helps us out with the algorithm. And, you know, we like hearing feedback. We like, you know, knowing if we're doing a good job, you know. Uh, uh, so we always appreciate it. Uh, if you guys could also follow us on Twitter and Instagram, that'd be that'd be another dope thing you could do. Hey, man you're doing a lot of dope shit today you can <laughs> you can push your head on the pillow tonight and say hey i'm all right i'm all uh, right <laughs> whether that pillow's under a rock over a rock near a rock or a rock or a rock <laughs> you can also uh contact us by emailing us eardrunk at gmail.com you guys can uh email us playlist suggestions or uh you know let us know if we fucked up anything in the description of this episode, you guys can also check out uh, the playlist that we've made, and you can check out all these amazing, wonderful artists who made all this uh, uh, dope music, and we really appreciate it. Uh, you can also see another dope artist in there, and that is one J.W. Francis. J.W. J.Dubs. Uh, J.W. made the song Lo-Fi off the album We Share a Similar Joy, uh, which we use as our theme, and he's a dope dude. It's a dope album. Uh, I mean, you don't need to be a mole man to, to 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 dig underneath you know the the earth's crust to find his music you can find it on all streaming platforms he's he's an amazing guy a wonderful person uh also uh we are glad to announce that Siegeborn saga the uh game that's made by the artist dame valness who uh made the graphic for our show has now gone live on kickstarter uh so be sure to uh go and check that out we'll also have a link to that in our description of as well it's a dope game uh marshall and i uh, have already uh, uh thrown our money at him and, and <laughs> was saying do it make it make it you son of a bitch take my money take my money give now give me cards give me card give me game you know <laughs> uh you know how we talk like very uh, mature <laughs> but uh, if you guys could uh, support him, he's doing this all on his own. He's been doing an amazing job, and he's a great person who could use your support. Uh, with all that being out of the way, uh, I have been your host, Zach Webb. And I am the Sea Horizon, composed of sand, silt, and clay. <laughs> and have a kick-ass day. Kick-ass day.